0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Two Kids on the Block with Ben and Kamea. Super excited to talk to you all today. I feel like I'm interviewing someone, but um, <laughs> I'm excited. Super Bowl was last yep. Sunday and the Rams won. We brought it home. I feel like all my energy has been drained from like the amount of excitement. Um <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's awesome. We had a, a victory parade yesterday. Um Dang. Yeah, but but awesome. Awesome week so far.
1: Yeah, it's just so you said that there was going to be what was just cuz I know it's like a huge thing, Super Bowl in America. It's like the biggest event. Oh yeah. All year. So, what was it like? What were some of the celebrations that people? Because I saw you sent me. There was a plane that made the Rams in the sky in LA. That like made like a a fog, um, that made that spelled out Rams. So, what were some of the like craziest things that you saw happen on the Super Bowl? What were the crazy celebrations or things that happened on that day?
0: Oh yeah, Americans love football. So (laughs) we had a the Hollywood sign. We changed it to. Rams house. Oh, wow. We had the victory parade yesterday um, in downtown Los Angeles. And it was just really cool. We had the Super Bowl trophy. We had buses with all the players on top and they were (laughs) taking selfies of people from buildings and stuff. We I mean, I was we had fireworks. Um, my mom and sister, when they were driving to pick me up from my friend's house, who I was watching it with, they actually heard the fireworks. The day of, there were planes. Everyone was red and was um blue and gold. The city hall, <laughs> Disneyland had the Rams logo at the Ferris wheel. Just a lot of nice LA pride. Um, yeah, and yeah, just just really a, like an exciting. Every everyone's like really hyped up for the rams cuz the super bowl feels a step up mainly because football's always been the there's less games only 16 games in a year as opposed to a lot more in basketball and baseball yeah. it's always been a lot more exciting because of how like short each play is exactly naturally there's a lot more like bursts mm-hmm. peaks of like dopamine so Football's always been that way, but it it was really cool. A lot more excitement than I even expected from the city.
1: I mean, another side question I have, were you able to like um visit the stadium that um that it was played at? Because I know it was in Los Angeles, California. Yep. Did you visit the um stadium?
0: Sofi stadium, five billion dollar stadium. <laughs> five billion dollar stadium, a seventy thousand square foot T V in the middle.
1: What? Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. Search up is...
0: SoFi Stadium. Wait, there's and I, a seventy thousand square foot TV that's in a ring in the middle, made by Samsung. Over a hundred thousand seats. It was just LeBron James, Steph Curry. They were all there, watching dang. the game. I'm sure that there's a lot more celebrities. It's LA.
1: Yeah, like this is um, LA. Is like that's like the spot where everyone is like. L.A., I, I hear so many things about California and all that stuff. Yep. The West Coast. Dang, that that TV. Like, imagine how much power it takes to run that thing. No wonder oh, yeah. it costs $5 billion. that stadium. That's crazy.
0: There's like 14 <laughs> million pixels in that screen. What the it's, heck? It's just crazy. And I, I'm hoping to be able to go to a game next season with a few of my friends. But yeah,
1: I've been to um I've been to <laughs> I I don't have much I don't have much experience with um football. I I went to um one football game <laughs> when I was younger and it was with the um in Canada, there's not much football here. But yeah, it was with yeah. the um it was with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and uh sadly the Rough Riders lost that game. I remember that huh. game. But it was just that's <laughs> kind of my I remember it was a rainy day. I had we had like a like a like those we had blankets at the thing, yep. and we saw that. And it's just, I, I don't know much about football, but I'm glad that it, I. It was exciting seeing how it all played out. I, I really didn't know what the Super Bowl was until like a couple years ago, because I just didn't know about that as yeah. much. But it just it sounds awesome. I just I wish I was there, like in California, just to see all the celebrations that were happening. Well. Let's Come, get come into, by if, if you oh.
0: ever if you ever come down to <laughs> LA, we can go to a Rams game or they have a ton of stuff there. Like Yeah. The, you know, honestly, Laker, Lakers and Clippers, the tickets at, at Crypto.com Arena are, are actually not bad. Like you can go to a Clippers game for two bucks. What? Like, <laughs> I, I can show you right now. I'll literally show you. There's this <laughs> app. I'm not promoted, but there's this app that lets you buy seats on the secondary market right before the game starts. So, like, if you're already in L.A., yeah, like I'll tell you, $3, L.A. Clippers.
1: Dang, what the—that's that's literally—that's so cheap for, like, tickets, especially yep. in, like, a place like California, because it's— I would assume it's, like, expensive there, but For wow.
0: Clippers versus Rockets. And so you could hypothetically take uh, 10 people— And yeah, $5 and then altogether (laughs) is $120 for 10 people that comes out to about, it's more like $12 because of all the fees and stuff, but it winds up to be about $12 a ticket for a full (laughs) night of entertainment watching the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, all that good stuff.
1: That sounds so cool. I would if I ever came to LA, which I would love to, I would definitely I would want to go to a game because I've never really I've never gone there before. But what's what's uh, funny is
0: the tickets are like $12 um technically though they're less but with all the fees involved. Even mm-hmm. there's these hot dog stands. I was out in LA like 2 weeks <laughs> ago. There's these hot dog stands that that are just by people and they're they normally lie in the streets. There, I think they're all the same company. It's like a monopoly, but they make like fresh hot dogs, right there. <laughs> and even hot dogs cost seven bucks. Dang! So, you could buy like a banana for five bucks. <laughs> 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 so, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely it is so packed. At least if it's a good game, it's so packed at LA Live. There, there's like people lighting the halls, and it's it's really cool. But have you ever come down to LA? Let's, let's do it. Or, or I prefer Rams games, but like football <laughs> tickets are ridiculously expensive. Yeah. At least compared to $3 Clippers tickets. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you mind if I start with our first topic?
1: All right, let's start.
0: So something I've been really kind of thinking about is there are so many NFTs that I love, right? Yes. And there are so many NFTs that I have a lot of faith in long term. But the thing is, my dilemma is, what do I do? Because I have a limited budget. By the way, I kind of want to get rid of my matrix NFTs, so let's talk about <laughs> that afterwards. All right. Um, I have a limited budget. We know that there's a time coming where most of these projects are going to fail, and even the ones that aren't going to fail are going to drop down to a pretty reasonable price. Yeah. At the same time, they might not, and then this is the best time to buy in. I'm just in an interesting place of, what do I do? What's the best play here? Because limited budget, we know most of these are going to fail. I want to be part of this movement. There's a, a great amount of wealth. Um, just to be frank, there's a great amount of wealth on the line by exactly. being able to pick the right project. You know, what are you doing right now?
1: Well, at this point in time, I really think based on how it looks right now it's designed really for celebrities and rich people to get into nfts unless you got in early which not a lot of people do now the people that got in early are now rich and they're hanging out with the rich people at golf courses with Stephen curry so at this point in time you're only ever seeing people like um serena williams celebrities all those people getting into NFTs and you aren't seeing little Billy or uncle Joe getting into NFTs at this time because it's just so expensive. And here's a few points I would like to give. I remember back in 2018, everything was super depressing at the time. So much negativity really was flowing around. There wasn't as much innovation because everything was sad And, like, everything dipped already. And at that time was when the first few NFTs were coming out. Like, um, CryptoPunks was being built at the time. Bored Apes was being built later, 2019-2020. And, but looking back, it was actually one of the best buying opportunities, even though it was literally so, so honestly depressing at the time. And the truth is, I'm seeing so, so, so much bullish news. Like, you must have seen the 8,000 ETH trending on Twitter yep. where someone sold their alien punk for yep. 8,000 ETH or like $23.4 million. Yeah, yep. million. It's just everything's so bullish right now. And it's so hard to see yourself. Like, if you're a person seeing that things are being sold for $24 million, I can see why people don't, like, they don't see themselves getting, like, successful in the NFT market because based on all this bullish news, it looks like it's only going to be for the rich, rich, rich people getting in. And
0: Just just say something real quick, I think that's why a lot of people have a negative opinion of NFTs right now mm. because and just to like be really, really honest, I think it's a jealousy. I don't mean that in a mean or, or a negative way but it could, because it's difficult. Like, it, it's difficult to see an environment where the only things that are talked about are these $23 million sales and rich people buying up different things. And and if, if you think about it, most people who don't like NFTs right now, I, I don't blame them because it seems like this is just a rich people game. Exactly. Of the rich... Doing dumb stuff. Yeah. To, like
1: People do crazy things. Like It's just a common stereotype that rich people just have so much money. They just can do everything with it. Yeah. Like you aren't going to hate on the dollar store because everyone can afford that. And you aren't going to go. Exactly. Oh, I hate the dollar store yep. so much. I just, I really hate it. Like no one, even though sometimes the products are like cheaply made, you're not going to hate on it because it's still that cheap that everyone wants to go there. So my strategy would be to get in position for when everything dips and dumps. Like not getting ready, like building your own NFT project. Like this is one thing that I want to stress is like, I'm not going to get mad at everyone for hitting NFTs. Like I'm not going to get, yeah. I'm not going to be the ultimate NFT, NFT mm, fan and i'm not gonna go around hating everyone that can't buy a crypto punk <laughs> because right. because in reality you at this time it honestly looks like because right now people don't see the utility in NFTs they're just looking at it yeah. as some rich thing that rich people are doing to spend more money to waste it like how people buy like private jets or like super expensive cars which is entirely unnecessary but they just do it like for example, the tide is out. People are being exposed. They're being exposed. Like, for example, <laughs> this is <laughs> it was just so funny to me. Um, Melania Trump, you know how she had her um NFT project? Yeah. So she was just <laughs> she was just exposed for um buying her own NFT. <laughs> the highest bid. It was herself. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so basically. <laughs> people were like oh my gosh they bid on her ft for 175,000." but it was really her wallet that was bidding on it so <laughs> really insider trading just pumping that's like the ultimate pumping your own bags like that's that's crazy so my strategy would be to stay focused this is where this is real where the real like, the real ones stick around the real ogs not the people that are just it like This is why it's important when you see all these influencers that got in, like you can see in any NFT person that got in, they all joined Twitter in 2021 or 2020 because that's when NFTs really started to blow up. The real ones though, the ones that designed it, that built it, they've been around for a while. And when you see, I'm not saying that anyone that joined recently doesn't really believe in NFTs, but I'm just saying when the bear market comes, it will uncover the... The people that don't really have a true fat passion, but they just got lucky. And when they start losing money, they will then you you will uncover their truth, their true um selves. And this is when you really have to get in during the bear market. And if you in because you love it, or if you're in it because it's working, the truth is being exposed right now. And that's why I love when you just love art and you're getting into NFTs, you're naturally just gonna you're naturally going to um, be successful in it because yeah. a lot of people are getting in just because they want money. And trust me, when you buy the, um, when you buy like some random NFT that an unnamed wallet made, like, uh, like Crypto Ape Punks V2 episode um, number 1220, um, you're not yeah. going to make a million dollars from that. Like, Gary V talks about this a lot. This is, like, it's, like, this is what doing something you're passionate about means. Like, I, I am passionate about many things, and some things I'm just not. Some people are, and some people, like, not every kid is passionate about crypto. A lot of right. kids are passionate about, sports. like, football. Sports. Yeah. They're passionate about Pokemon cards. They're passionate about collecting things, and... If you, it's, it's, I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> and really, the real question is would you do something if nobody cared about it in the world? Like, this is really what uncovers like, would you keep doing the things you love if nobody else cared about that one thing? Like, things like sports, if no one cared about football tomorrow, would you, Ben, have as much of a strong passion oh, yeah. about football? Yeah. Exactly. And that's that just shows the true thing. And that's a question you have to ask yourself. Do I really, really love this thing? Now, uh, you can go, Ben.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's actually a great thing. If no one else cared about it, would you? Like, I know for sure, if no one else in the world cared about the Rams, I would be here by myself <laughs> in my jersey, like jumping <laughs> up and down. You know, winning a preseason game, and and yeah, I I have a I really like the, the Rams, and that's a passion of mine. And I think that is you know really smart. Is that it, it? And and like we have to really empathize with everyone who doesn't like NFTs because there is looking at it from an outsider perspective, there is a, a really strong sense of. Everything about NFTs right now is money, like how much money people are making, how much money people are losing, how much money is being spent on CryptoPunks and Bored Apes and how this celebrity just got in and this celebrity just got in by paying a few million dollars to buy an ape. And it it does really seem like the average person who doesn't have 5K to spare, you know, to buy because the most good projects are above 1 ETH. There are a few that are yeah, below. Yeah, like but.
1: another thing that I like, it's called Azuki. I'm pretty sure it's called Azuki. Yeah. And it's a um, another NFT project. And the floor is like over like 2 ETH. So any yeah. good project that makes decent returns is going to be over an ETH average. Yep. And so. it
0: does feel like for, for the good amount of people, it feels really difficult to like something that you have. Like I'm not going to say you have zero, but where, where you have very little influence in. Because if you right now in the NFT space, unless you're doing like a podcast or you're a media journalist, whatever, you need. If you have two hundred bucks, you can't really buy it very much. And a lot of people in the world, you know, myself included, aren't going to spend five k on a JPEG. It's not reasonable. <laughs> so it's it's a really interesting world. Um, but I, I also think that there is a unique proposition point for people like me and you who have lower budgets but have faith and passion in the NFTs because there's a bear market coming. There always is. And it is a really cool opportunity to be able to buy up our favorite projects for dirt cheap. Like <laughs> being able to buy Creature Worlds and Plasma Bears, even though they were shut down. And like being able to buy them for 0.01 ETH and then having our bags full. You know, most of them are going to fail, but in 10 years, who knows? What if the creature world is the very next Nickelodeon or Disneyland, you know?
1: It, like, exactly. Like, um, just because something released doesn't mean it's going to, like, there's things that just start catching on years after being built. Like, ideas, um, books, all that stuff. They're just starting to catch on now these days. And what I would have to say is, at this time to really, you have to, like, just to grow, you have to invest in the things that you aren't necessarily passionate about in the NFT so you can make gains and you could potentially be in position to buy the ones that you are interested in, like, the ones you're passionate about. One thing, even though that I think Gary Vee has a lot of great insights, one thing that I don't agree with him with is this whole day trading attention mentality because, as you know, I I dislike day trading and spending your whole life looking at charts all day. And because there's a certain point where you kind of have to to really learn more, but if you're doing that full time, it's first of all it's unhealthy. Second <laughs> <Yeah>. of all, <laughs> like <laughs> it's like those stereotypes of just the guy on the computer looking at like NFTs all day. Yep, and. The widescreen
0: Second, monitor with like, <laughs> the stock market, all their NFTs and crypto on the walls. The ticker tape of like Ethereum's down, you know, point 0.1%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dark room. Dark room with the spotlight. Blue light glasses. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> blackout curtain.
1: Like, I bet if you talked with actual day traders, because one thing that I see is super annoying is um on TikTok, there's these like it's like a day in my life as a full-time day trader at the age of 21. And they make it seem like it's so amazing. Like, oh, I wake up, I go to the gym, I have my breakfast, then I day trade, and then I make, about, <laughs> I make like $10,000 in profits, and then they go to bed. Like seriously, <laughs> if you talk to any day trader or crypto day trader, promise they're stressed out 24 seven, and it's not as good as that seems. Like a lot of kids, especially because they're tricked by these. Like, it's not like that. Like, just because you see some people are able to, I'm saying some because it's very rare that they're able to make day trading work. If you look at any successful person, they made investments into many things when they were small. People like Warren Buffett or Charlie Munger, they make one or even like one to two transactions every year. One to two investments. And all those investments are huge investments. Oh,
0: yeah. So, you know Activision Blizzard? Yes. a gaming company? So, Warren Buffett, I read something that he bought like $936 million uh, worth of Activision Blizzard in January when it was like really, 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 really low. And now that stake is worth like double. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> in, in a you few see, months.
1: You see, like, I... You know why Gary Vee is so good? Because he always says I work like 21 hours a day. <laughs> but like yeah. if you look at Gary V, you know, like with his with his hand right here, Gary V, you know. The, five. <laughs> the Gary Vee, the Gary V symbol, the Gary V sign, you know. <laughs> Even though Gary V, he knows a lot of things, really, he spends a lot of his time learning. And as a kid, especially, is important to balance things like school with all this stuff because I don't advise day trading unless you are willing to do that then it's really your choice because that really doesn't sound like an investment if you can just buy and forget about it if you want to invest in something you have to believe in it you have to be willing to invest for five years like if you want like that's what I think about it when I invest in something I think do I want to keep this for the next five to ten years to come And then I honestly think about that. That's why I always look at the NFT. I always think in the long term. And I recommend everyone else to think in the long term because a lot of people just, they think in the short term. And it's really, it's important to have both views because sometimes you have to think in the short term. Like, how am I going to prepare for this um, test that's happening like in a week? You have to think about what's going to happen there. But here's this weird thing I want to say. It feels like like it's a weird bear market. It's gonna be an unusual. It's gonna be different. What do you mean? I think it's because so many things that are good are happening for crypto and it's almost like everyone's expecting the mega bear market. Like everyone's expecting it's gonna it's gonna go down. But the market, it doesn't do what you want. If <laughs> like when you want something to go up, it's not gonna do yeah. that. But if you don't want it to go up, it's gonna do something. It's gonna be it's unpredictable. It's really unpredictable. And unless it's like a 100,000 market cap and then Elon Musk tweets about it and then it's going to go up a million percent but it's only with the things that are like super recent like you have to still think about being in pos- position just in case things turn around faster than you expect because this yeah. could be a long bear market like it was back then like three two years or it could be like a six month bear market or even a like a shorter one like it's, I honestly don't know what is going to happen. But, for example, India legalized crypto, Russia did, Ukraine did, Colorado accepts Bitcoin. As tax payment, US, U.S. states competing with lower tax regulations. NFT businesses are booming, and every company is launching projects. Any big company is launching an NFT project. People like Adidas, Nike the big players like just look at the super bowl there were so many crypto ads oh yeah like i could my favorite
0: was what was your favorite
1: i like the coinbase ad but i wouldn't say it was my favorite i also i like the um there was this repetitive ad where it was by td and it was i'm i think that i couldn't get the i like the ftx ad
0: I, i was gonna say that I love mm-hmm. the FTX one where they had like different inventions like here's the wheel eh you know a <laughs> light bulb Uh eh.
1: yeah and he was like don't be this guy who just <laughs> yep. doesn't invest in anything and yeah I like that one because it was an interesting there was also the crypto.com one with and LeBron, LeBron James. James when future favors the brave that yeah. one was it was okay but I like the um, FTX one that was an interesting yeah. play on things so like
0: yeah the FTX it, one was really, yeah. was really cool
1: I I wonder if there's gonna be like NFT tickets for like a super Bowl, like a game or something this year. I think there was
0: like, and but but they were like, they weren't NFT tickets. They were if you bought a ticket, you got a free NFT with it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But the, the NFT wasn't the ticket itself. Let's talk about you know regardless of whatever the bear market happens, you need money to be able to invest yeah. in the bear market. Um, <laughs> you aren't gonna buy especially. <laughs> And and especially because, uh, we, we always talk about making sure you don't use money that you can't afford to lose. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've said this many times, preferably you're going to use money to, to buy stuff that you, that you (laughs) earn, not like money that you need to go to college or whatever, just money that you earn on the side. Um, what are some, what are some ways I know we've talked about this before, but like, how can kids make money quick? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Honestly, just sell sell your stuff. I would have to say that would be the simplest part. Like uh, to make a quick buck, there's probably like hundreds of different things that you don't wear, or hundreds of old clothes. Just go on things like Kijiji, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, eBay, and like. There was like this the dumbest things get sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like there was a Among Us oh, yeah. shaped chicken nugget. <laughs> An Among Us shaped chicken nugget that sold for $14,000. <laughs> and <Wow>. like <laughs> and Discord Discord the literal brand Discord bought a Discord shaped chicken nugget for like thousands Can of I, dollars. On eBay? Yeah, on eBay. <laughs> like they made a They made a YouTube video about it. Just look it up. It's Discord
0: chicken nugget uh, I see it the, uh, okay let me
1: it's by the official right. discord video
0: the when um, like, just sold the other day Among Us Chicken Nugget it's literally just chicken chicken nugget oh that's um, Among Us Chicken Nugget chicken like, nugget
1: like the craziest things get sold like you could sell or even just <laughs> okay it's not like Gary V but like you could go to like Garage sales. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're becoming gary v clones if you didn't know we are just experiments gary v is running to clone himself so he will be immortal (laughs) but um yeah you could you could flip stuff online so you could potentially even flip nfts but like you could sell an. i want to like you could i want to go back uh to
0: i want to go back to garage selling so (laughs) i haven't like yeah i haven't because license like busy um and have, and have been able to get a ride i want to go back to garage sale so so <laughs> bad like that was profitable garage selling you know i, I still have, i have a box of stuff over there that of stuff i could, couldn't sell yet but like garage selling is profitable and it's fun too uh especially if you have like a hybrid car so you, you don't have to pay for tax or, or for gas um but like garage <clears throat> selling is so fun you could i mean i'm sure you could make if you were serious about it you could buy nft a week um, like a good priced NFT a week, just yeah. by garage sale.
1: Like spring, spring is coming. This is the time. I don't think yeah. anyone's gonna do a garage sale in the middle of winter. But guys, yeah. just get ready because summer is gonna be coming in like a couple months. And Plus, COVID's getting a lot better. Yeah, COVID. The regulations are coming. I'm pretty sure in Calgary the and gar- Alberta
0: garage sales around oh LA. My gosh, see, and this see, is just Thursday.
1: Coming. So many opportunities out there. Like, um, I saw this video of a guy trading a penny up to a house and he literally, <laughs> I don't know, but like he's, he traded like a pen for like a vintage Polaroid camera, which was like, huh. it was kind of, it was kind of crazy because like they were just giving away stuff. So spring is here. There's a lot of opportunity at this time. I want to switch over to my second subject, which is. I want to focus on is regulations. So, due to regulations and rules, the world is watching Canada at this time because you probably know what is happening in Canada, all of the stuff that's happening. Yeah. Just let me explain. For before that, for any kids listening, wondering what is a policy. A policy is basically a rule used to maintain order in governments.
0: Sorry about the noise in the background. (laughs) I'm moving up my microphone.
1: And for example, Policies and rules are important sometimes, um, in many circumstances because for example, you can't go in a public park and go around punching people in the face <laughs> because there's right. rules, there's rules that state you can't do that stuff. So that's just a quick little explainer for kids any kids watching and that wanna know what a policy is, because they always hear it all the time, don't know what it means. So let's get started by defining regulation these are the rules of the playground that so here's three points that i want to make here rules rules are fine rules are great some rules are great they're important because every country like we need rules to protect us when we need it there is rules that can defend your rights that can defend your um yourself in specific situations and in ev- the best part is that every country has to like compete with the rules and attract as many people possible to play in their like playground or their country. This means more business, more people, more money, more taxes. That's why when America was founded, so many people came to America because there was one of the things they wanted to do was separate, I'm pretty sure it was church from state. There were different things because at the time, Europe was very... It, everything was determined by the church. That's why there is so much innovation in America right, because right. there's so much room to breathe for companies to build, to grow. Right. Second, the world is watching the purpose of crypto literally be shown in much in a more clear way. The number one reason for Bitcoin and crypto is to create a censorship-resistant money available all over the internet. That basically means you're separating money, the government, from money. Like how in... in Um, 400 years ago, they were trying to separate church from state. They're now doing that now with government from money. This is the most important thing about crypto is the fact that the transactions can't be stopped. Once you make a transaction, it doesn't matter if you made a mistake. Like if you make a transaction, it's you made that transaction. You can't change it, which is something that I love. It's because things are permanent. You can't change the transaction that you did accidentally that you transferred a million dollars or whatever or when the guy sold his three his three hundred thousand board ape for three thousand dollars like you can't change that you can't get a refund (laughs) finally third the world is accepting crypto india russia ukraine u.s states are competing to make it tax-free you can pay your taxes in colorado with bitcoin and crypto Wall Street is all over this. Biden just is soon to announce an executive order soon on crypto. And based on what Canada is doing, I think investors are scared because it's pretty unpredictable what the government is going to do with crypto. My final point is that crypto is here to stay. Like, it's not even a question now. Crypto will stay for the near future, for the next 20 years. I promise you, in 20 years crypto i'm not saying bitcoin but or ethereum even crypto will be here the idea of honestly that's interesting i wonder when me and you were like 30 years old what will be the top <laughs> cryptocurrencies like it's that's definitely a... it's could bitcoin sustain because i feel like there's not as much people investing into bitcoin anymore like it's only yeah. ogs just trying to or bitcoin maxis just trying to get more yeah. pump pump their own bags like the twitter com- the, the
0: comments on our on our youtube posts the the comments yeah that, that guy
1: <laughs> that one guy this <laughs> his, his <laughs> he always wants us to make to mention bitcoin nfts and I'm, uh shout out to that guy um i'm pretty sure his name is like a uh, um Hoddle something <laughs> um torup Hoddle. shout out to you <laughs> my final point my final point to this is crypto is here to stay crypto matters because it's not blocking your money So they can't make it through the bank. It's about all the other things they can't take, like your digital content, digital voice, digital assets, like the Mavericks and NFTs. The world now understands what Bitcoin was built for. What are you most excited? Like, what are you most enthusiastic about? Any upcoming projects that you're excited about? Any people? Is there any, like, thing that you're excited about in the NFT world? Because I know you're the NFT guy. You're the NFT enthusiast. You are... You probably you spend more time in the NFT world than probably me. But yeah. I know so what are you most excited about the NFT market right now?
0: As grim as it is, I think a crash. Um just, just <laughs> it's it's like it's tough because I, I I I could put all my life savings and buy a creature world. Um you know, or I could eat. <laughs> um so it's you know, it's it's like yeah it's it's a i am waiting for a it's like a clearance style right like you could go to the adidas store and you could buy a t-shirt you know that's it or you could go to the clearance style and buy 20 t-shirts and a few hoodies (laughs) you know and so I, i i'm waiting for that that is what i'm most excited about is finally getting to execute when everything is cheap when everyone is sad about nfts we can come on here announce that we bought our favorite projects right now that are way out of reach <laughs> that will be, you know, cheap then. And then being able to come back here in 20 years and say, you know, in our suits and in our nice, with our huge bags of, of Mickey Mouse legacy type tees. <laughs> and like, you know, be able to say... Just a, it's we, It we sounds right.
1: so funny. Like, imagine, imagine going up to someone like, oh, I... How did you make a lot of money? Like, did you just work work really did you work really hard did you do all that stuff (laughs) oh we we (laughs) We bought oh yeah um we bought we bought real estate in the in the metaverse yeah and then we sold it for millions (laughs) it's just this is a perfect time to end it off also before we end i remember looking at azuki a week ago and now the floor price is 10 eth what It went from 1 to 10 14 it's the height what it's it's a higher floor than V Friends at this time, so wow, it kind of wow. blew up, like it literally went up like so much in the past like month. So uh, it's crazy. Well, uh, I think this is the perfect time to end it off. We yep. don't like I, I don't want to keep this lasting forever because it does take a while to export. That's why we're only on episode like six yep. on the YouTube channel <laughs> at this current point. It takes so long to export and. Always double check your work because yet yeah, last night I exported my video, but I accidentally exported <laughs> it as a DVD file. So <laughs> I had to scam myself and I had to re-upload it overnight to a um, MP3 file. But now it's uploaded. Check out our Instagram. Check out our Twitter at 2KOTB podcast on Twitter and at 2KOTB on Instagram. We Our YouTube channel is... Two kids on the block! Exclamation mark! And also make sure to check out me and Ben on Twitter. I am at CryptoCoinKid one, and Ben is at Benjamin J Wong on Twitter as well. I'm CryptoCoinKid on Instagram, and Ben is Ben Official Benjamin Wong on Instagram. So thank you all for thank watching you, this episode. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it. We appreciate that if you made it to the end. Thank you all for watching. And we will see you guys later. Peace. Hey, Ben. Yeah? You know what just really puts a smile on my face whenever we do our podcasts? What? uh when people leave a review because i just love the positive information oh the yeah. positivity reviews that people give because it really puts a smile on my face and i really yeah um, that's really one of the things that helps me keep going in the nft community because there can be a lot of hate in this world so whenever you just leave a review with a nice positive message it really puts a smile on our face and we're glad that you're supporting our brand so we just want to thank the people that gave us a review and we would love it if you listening would give a review if you haven't already.